Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, It is Finished. The Veil is Rent. When Jesus in John 19.30 with his dying breath cried out, It is finished, that was the cry of victory. It is in the perfect tense, indicating a once-for-all completed work. He did not cry, I am finished, as a sign of resignation. Rather, it was, It is finished as a shout of victory. The phrase, it is finished, is actually the translation of just one word in the Greek. It is the word tetelestai. It was a common word used in everyday life in Jesus' day. When someone paid their taxes or made a purchase, they would receive a receipt with the word tetelestai on it, indicating that they had paid in full. Jesus on the cross paid our sin debt in full. It is finished. There's nothing else to be done. It is sheer blasphemy to say, I must somehow make a contribution. I must do something. No, other than faith alone, which is a non-works response, there's nothing for you to do. It's all been done. It is finished. Jesus alone is Savior. His blood alone cleanses from all sin. It is finished and Jesus alone finished it. The sin debt is paid in full. And then John 19.30 says, And bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. The moment Christ said it is finished and then gave up his spirit, at that very moment, a phenomenal thing happened in the temple. Matthew 27.50 and 51 reads, And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. Then behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And the earth quaked, and the rocks were split. The finished work of Christ on the cross signified by way of his cry of Tetelestai. That is the basis on which we now have access into the holy presence of God. The curtain that separated the most holy place from the rest of the temple at the moment of Christ's death was torn from top to bottom. It was not torn from the bottom up, which would indicate man tearing at it, but rather from the top down indicating this was totally God's doing. Hebrews 10, 19 and 20 says, Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he consecrated for us through the veil, that is, his flesh. You see, <coughs> excuse me, you see the Israelites under the old covenant never got too close to God. When God did come close, the experience was not one of boldness, but rather of great fear and trembling as seen in Exodus 20. But the writer of Hebrews is very clear. We enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus. It is only on the basis of Christ's blood that we now have access. We can't come into God's presence on any other basis. We can't come on the basis of our character or on the basis of our good works, on the basis of church rituals or sacraments, or on the basis of self-reform. We can't come on the basis of religious affiliation or on the basis of mere profession. We come by a new and living way. Never before was this approach to God available. It's new. The old way was in, in actuality a dead way. It was a dead end, never able to accomplish the objective of bringing us to God. And it is also a living way. It is able to bring us into a living relationship with God. It is the way of life. This way to God, this way into the holy of holies in heaven is through Christ. 
And how specifically did Christ make this way? Well, the answer is through the veil. That is his flesh. The writer is using metaphorical language here. As noted in the temple, a veil separated the most holy place from the rest of the temple. The veil slash curtain in the temple is estimated to have been about 60 feet long, 30 feet high, and about six inches thick. In order to enter into the holy presence of God, one had to penetrate the veil. Of course, only the high priest was allowed to do this, and he could only do it once a year on the Day of Atonement, Leviticus 16. So the veil marked the point of entry into God's presence. But under the old system, the veil symbolized a barrier that in effect said, you cannot come in. However, now, on the basis of faith, we enter into God's presence through Christ's flesh, which is to say his sacrificial death. The point of entry, the veil, is now the death of Christ. But instead of being closed, the veil now has been torn in two, allowing entrance into God's holy presence. The point of the analogy is that Christ's flesh had to be torn apart. He had to die so that we might have access to God. And because of the cross, we now have access into the most intimate presence of God. It's all because of the blood of Christ, the finished work of Christ on the cross. It is finished. We now have access to God. All thanks and glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. What a Savior. Lord, we thank you for the glorious truth of it is finished. The debt has been paid in full. And because of that, we now have access into your intimate presence. Uh, we come on the basis of faith. We come in prayer. And one day we will, we will literally come into your very presence because of what Jesus Christ has done for us. And so we want to thank you so much for our glorious Savior and what he accomplished for us on the cross. Uh, the debt is paid. Access into your presence. I pray in his name. Amen.